That's good. I'll take that as yes, I can't hear you. <laughs> you know, I, I was telling someone the Chabra before, it mamish, it mamish bothers me the lot. Glamour is not also the Malacha. It's not a real, it's not a full yontif in the halachic sense. But I was telling this, some of the, I was telling some of the guys, the only nacham I have every year, the fact that it's not a yontif for this malach is the fact that we get the fabrang with your Joey and just with music and the you know the speaker systems and all that stuff. So, so a big shkayich, a big shkayich to you, Hashem should bless you. In your Malachas HaKaydash, with the light of Rav Shimon, the light of Pneumius, to bring out the light of Rav Shimon in every single Yid. B.S. Gold Tzedek. Also, just to thank all of you for being here, for just making it, making it Lag Boimer. You know, Lag Boimer is not a Yantif without Yidin. You need Yidin for Lag Boimer. So thank all of you for coming. Thank every, you know, I thank you, all the people that were putting this all together, Beguf, Benefesh, all the work that put into putting this together. It's not an easy thing. And specifically, the sponsors I want to thank. Again, we have number one, in no particular order, but number one, anonymously, Ari Blumstein, as we all know, is going to be our anonymous sponsor, the cover of Shimon. He's a year that always has one foot in Tzvahs. Always one foot in Tzvahs. So Hashem should bless him with the light of Tzvahs, the light of Rib Shimon, the light of Dariza, the light of Pneumius, and he should continue his Melechus HaKadosh to bring Simcha to Yin, to bring out that Ahava, that Ischaskas, that we all desperately need with each other. And number two, again, no particular order, uh, you know, he's someone that over, you know, he's one of, the, one of the quiet people in shul, but over time, slowly but surely, I'm getting to know him, he's a, a deep yid, a deep yid, with Shmuel Freund for sponsoring as well. Some, some of the special yidin are still waters that run deep, you know? So that's one of the yidin that he is. No, Hashem should bless him with all the shefa, brach, and atzlach that comes with connecting to the light of Rav Shemin, the light of Pneumius, the light of Yechida Doris, and you should be zaycha to all nachas, and bracha, and simcha, adbali, dai, v'bias goltzah. Okay, no, so we're going to talk about Lag Boimer. It's called Tarakula. It's called Tarakula. So let me, you know, one of the, in one of the lines of the song of Bar Yechai that we're going to sing in a few minutes, it's Rav Shemin Bar Yechai M'chadish Chadosh. M'chadish Chidushim. Rav Shemin is a Chidosh. Shimon is a Chiddush. So let's talk about that for a few minutes. What exactly does that mean that Shimon is a Chiddush? You know, Bechlal, this time of year that we find ourselves in, that the light of Lag Boimer comes to be Mamtik, to soften and to sweeten, the two tzaddikim that carry us during this time of Oimer, from Pesach, when the, when the Karben HaOimer, that Mincha of barley was sacrificed, the two tzaddikim that hold our hands, carrying us to Shavuos, where the Shtei Lechem is sacrificed, the two loaves of bread, the two tzaddikim, as he knows, are Bikiv and Reb Shimon. Those are the two tzaddikim. So you know there's something interesting during, during this time of Sfir Sa'imer. To this time of Sfir Sa'imer, that do, those two sacrifices that bookend this time, the Oimer and the Shtei Lechem, the flour offering of barley, and the two loaves of bread that were sacrificed on Shavuos, there's something unique to them, is that they both come together to be matir the Isra of Chadash. Without getting into too much detail, we know the halach is that one is prohibited from eating the New Year's crops of grain. That's called chadash. One is prohibited from eating the New Year's crops until the oimer was brought, which permitted chadash to be used. And then the shtelechem as well was brought and putting them together. Now the new crops, chadash, was now permissible to be eaten by individuals. It was permissible to be used in the sacrifices of the Beis HaMikdash. 
So let's talk about that for a second. If this time period is all about trying desperately to be matir, to permit those grains that are called chadash, so it must be not a coincidence that the two tzaddikim that help us in that path, and befrat, befrat, b'shem b'aychai, it must be that this inyan of us being allowed to eat chadash is a very, very big inyan. So much so that you need the light of Rabbi, keeping the light of Rabbi Shimon to allow such a thing to be. So what exactly does that mean? So let me share with you an interesting thing. That's a couple that we have from the Baal Shem. We know that the Baal Shem and Rabbi Shimon are very much connected to each other. Rabbi Shimon, Maish Rabbeinu himself told Rabbi Shimon Barichai in the Zara Kaddish, Raim Mehemna, Maish Rabbeinu, the first Chiddush, told Rabbi Shimon, the second Chiddush, he told Rabbi Shimon that you should know that it's worth your Sefer Azoyer. The light of Rabbi Shimon, Kla Yisrael, will come out of Golis with compassion, with Rachmanis, without any dinah. And we know the Baal Shem Tov was told by Mashiach himself, as we sang before, that Mashiach is going to come, when your wellsprings, Tarsa Baal Shem Tov, spread forth. So if Zoyar Kaddish is the light of Gula, and the Baal Shem Tov is the light of Gula, it must be that the Baal Shem and Rabbi Shimon are the same thing. So we have a Kabbalah like this, that the Baal Shem Tov was curious to know, we know that one of the great Achreinim is the Bach, the Beis Chaddish, one of the Mepharshim on the tour, one of the great Achreinim. So the, the Kabbalah is that the Baal Shem Tov wanted to know how great the Bach was in Shemai. So it was revealed to him that when the Bach was Nifter, Gehenim was cooled down for 40 days. That's how great the Bach was, that he cooled down Gehenim for 40 days. And because of that, the Baal Shem Tov decided that he's going to accept upon himself and to all his, his chassidim, all of his students, the great heter of the Bach. What's the great heter of the Bach? So the Bach, with the, the Shlichel Torah and Yardai approved, that Chodosh is mutter, Chodosh is mutter, for tool when it comes to grain that was grown in Chutzlar, it's by Goyim. If you have grain from Chutzlar, it's grown by non-Jews, the Isri Chodosh does ne- never applies. And Chodosh is mutter, when it comes to grain grown in Chutzlar, it's by Goyim. It's because, because the, the, the Bach was so great that Gehenim cooled down for 40 days, so the Valshentav was macabre on himself to rely on that Hetter. So what's this inning over here? What's this inning of the Heter of the Bach? And obviously, if that's how the Baal Shem wants to celebrate and to makasher himself with the Neshama of the Bach, even the word Bach, I mean, the name of his Sefer is Beis Chadash. So it must be the light of Geula is very much connected, Rav Shimon, the Baal Shem, it's very much connected with being Matir Chadash. So what's the Pneumius? What's going on over here? What's the Isser of Chadash and the Heter of Chadash? All right, so you know it's like this. Let me, I want to share with you something. Mamish to touch on it. It's a very, very deep sogi in the Kisveri. But just mamish to touch on it like this. You know, Chazal say such a lush, and Chazal say that when the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash took place, the Rebbe Hashem took a shvu, the Rebbe Hashem took an oath. Lo yovay b'yushalayim shel mala, ad sh'ovay b'yushalayim shel mata. The Rebbe Hashem took an oath that he is not going to enter into the Yushalayim above, until the Jewish people are allowed to go to Yerushalayim below. Until the Beis HaMikdash is rebuilt, the, the Rabbana Shalom is not visiting his place of Yerushalayim above. What does that mean? So the, 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 the Arizal revealed the following secret. The Arizal is the third Chiddush. So the Arizal revealed the following secret. You know, in Hebrew there's a word, it's, it's, it's a word in Hebrew, it's also something in Halacha that's relevant to this year of Shemitah in Eretz Yisrael. I don't want to confuse it, but the word is svichen. What does svichen mean? So svichen is very simple. Svichen means that if you have a farmer, 
He has a farm. So he goes into his farm. Let's say he wants to plant vase. Uh, he's planting wheat. Fine. He's planting wheat. So he has wheat seeds. I'm, I'm assuming that's how they do it. I don't know. So he has wheat seeds and he goes to his farm and he plants the seeds. So he goes, Bedavka with a kavana, to plant that particular wheat. And that wheat grows. Now it happens to be when wheat grows, and especially when he goes and harvests that wheat, so with the movement of the wind blowing the wheat or him harvesting the wheat, some of the wheat seeds from that wheat that he grew might fall off to the ground. Now that, the aftergrowth, the secondary wheats that grow off of the first wheat was not with the intention of the farmer. He didn't go plant those things. Those are secondary outgrowths. So for example, if a person has uh, some sort of vegetable and a seed falls off that vegetable and happens to grow a smaller plant next to it, that's called tzvichin. That's called tzvichin. So listen to what the Rizal was Megala. The Rizal was Megala that there's a farmer and there's a garden. The Rabbana Shalom is the farmer. Yushalayim Shalmala is the garden that the Rabbana Shalom tends to. And there's such a thing where the Rabbana Shalom plants seeds in his garden and you know what grows out of those seeds when the Rabbana Shalom goes and plants those seeds? Neshamas Chadash has come to the world. Big, big, new Neshamas. New Neshamas come to the world. But Chazal said that the Rabbana Shalom took an oath. Loi shalmata. The Rabbana Shalom said, I am not going to my garden. I am not going to my Yushalayim above until Mashiach comes. Which means, said the Rizal, this is from the Rizal, this is in Priyas Chaim in Rosh Chaydash. The Rizal writes, before the Beis Hamidish was destroyed, when the gardener went to tend his garden, when the farmer went to the Chavana with intention to plant specific trees and, and, and growths, before the Beis Hamidish was destroyed, there was such a thing as new Neshamas coming to the world. And when a new Neshama comes to the world, it makes an entire revolution. It's a Chiddush. Not just a small little chiddush, a chiddush, the shamas chadoshes. Avalach our churban, but after the churban, the rabbanu shalom took that oath. Lo yesh el svichin. All that exists are small chiddush. Just as it is with svich. What's a svich? Again, what's a svich? Svich is an aftergrowth. Notice you already have the ori- the original piece of wheat, the original peri, the original bush that the farmer planted with kavana, and that's the chiddush. There's no more chedushim after that. What happens is, from there, after growth, after growth can be done. And so, said the Rizal, from the time of the Qurum Beis HaMikdash, all we're surviving on are just pieces and pieces and secondary, tiny little chedushim that are coming from the last neshama, the last mechudishtik neshama to come to the world. And that's all we're relying on. There's no such thing anymore as a neshama chadasha. As an neshama that mamish makes a mapecha. All we have are the old, are the neshamas chadoshes that we already had, and all we're relying on are the svichim, are the aftergrowths. The result says like this: Ki hamigdash, which means that all we're sustaining on is only what has already been planted from the times of the Beis Hamigdash. As Chazal, so we all know this. A lot of the chevron and Yisrael coming back and going forth. So already I'm thinking, you know. I, every, every time they tell me that they're going and they're coming back, I tell them, take a part of me there. So there's, by the, in Eretz Yisrael, we have a place that's called the Kaisal Maravi. You know, the Gain said, the Vilna Gain writes in one of his, one of his sermons, he says that during our times, 
There's two places where there's a ha'ara, there's a, there's a residue, there's a sfichin from the Beis HaMikdash, and that's by the Kaisel and Keverachel. So the two places where the sfichim of Beis HaMikdash, a small chiddush, but just an aftergrowth, shirayim, shirayim of what once was. <clears throat> the Zesoid, by the way, said Darizal, something to have in mind, if we don't have the Shomas Chadoshos, we don't have any chedushim in the world, and all we have are just the shirayim, the leftovers, the ha'ara of the ha'ara, the sfichim of what used to be, so at least to daven that we should be able to at least hold on to those svichim. So said the reason was Every time by Ma'ariv when you say that added brach of hashkivenu, by Shacharis we say Gol Yisrael, you go immediately into Shmonesrei. That's called that connection between Gol Yisrael and Shmonesrei means the yichur means the farmer going to his garden and planting new things, because Shacharis during the day that's connected to Geula, it's the light of Geula, and that's when the Rebbeinu Shalom will eventually come back to Yerushalayim Shalmala. But at nighttime, which is always reflective of, of Golas, so there's a hefsik, there's something separating between Gol Yisrael and Shmanasri, there's something separating between Chasen and Kala, there's something separating between the gardener and the farmer going into his garden and planting new seeds. And that's Hashkivenu. It's like Mar says, it's Gula Richta. It's not really a hefsik, it's a longer, elongated version of, of Gol Yisrael, but we know it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's Svichin. We're going to sleep, we're in Golas, we don't have Chidushim anymore. At least, Rabbanishim, at least we should be able to hold on to Svichim. And said that Rizal, why is it that we were, that we were taken away with this Indian, that we don't have Chidushim, we don't have Chadoshes anymore? All we have are Svichim. The reason why the Churban took place initially is Shamu Shemitah. Is because Klai Yisrael Bechlal didn't keep the halachas of Shemitah, Bechitzainius and Mepinius. The Achlu Chadash. Not only did the Jewish people not keep Shemitah, said that Rizal, they also violated the prohibition of eating Chadash. They ate Chadash, they ate the new grains before the proper time of Svirus Oimer and the Shteelechem. And because the Jewish people violated the Isra of eating Chadash, so Midah Kenege Midah, the response of Rabbanu Shalom is Chadash is Asr. There's no chedushim anymore. Now all we have are svich. And said the Rizal, and all this is connected to the pasuk. Said the Rizal was zesoid, and this inyan of what, of that there's there was the last chiddush, but since that last chiddush, everything is just an aftergrowth of that chiddush, and there's no chedushim anymore. Vizesoid said the Rizal, this is the secret of the pasuk. Or is the rule at tzaddik or yishur leif simcha? Or is the rule at tzaddik means that there was a tzaddik who was a chiddush. But now, or Zarul at Tzaddik, now all the Zriya, all the planting and all the growth that's going to happen is only from within that Tzaddik. But no, it's a Svichin, no new Chidushin. Who was that Tzaddik? Who's the Tzaddik? Who knows? Who's the Tzaddik that's connected to that Pasuk? Or Zarul at Tzaddik, or Yishur Leif Simcha? Saifet Tevis. the last letters of that Pasuk, as we know from the Ar Zarua, Saif Tevis is Rabbi Akiva. Nishmas Rabbi Akiva's Arzul Atzadik. This is why Rabbi Akiva was a neshama, although he lived throughout the entire period of the Chorban, and he lived past the Chorban. But everyone knows all the stories in the Gemara. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva was Mukushet to Beis Hamikdash. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva never, never, never acknowledged Gullus. He always saw by him it was still a chiddush. He was the last chiddush. And this is a secret of why is it Kula Libid Rabbi Akiva? Why is it that all of Tarsh Valpeh has to be with Rabbi Akiva? Why is it that all of his Talmudim were destroyed and then he has to restart it again? 
because he is our Zerul Tzadik. And all of Torah Shabbat that we have to survive in Golis right now is all Svichin. It's all Svichin that are coming from the Zeria, from the planting, from within that Tzadik. So all of Torah Shabbat comes from Rabbi Akiva. So that's very depressing. So we have to just wait till the Rabbanu Shalom goes into Yerushalayim Shalmala to wait for Gula. There's no Chiddush anymore. But here, V'Kadosh Mishmai Kanachis, there was a tzaddik that came to the world after Rabbi Akiva. There's a Maisa that's brought in the Kisviari also in Priyat by Sir Saimer. The Maisa is like this. We all know it's a, it's a relatively famous story. That one of the Talmidim of the Arizal, one of the Guri Ari, one of the lion cubs of the Arizal, Rabbi Avram, he was someone that was very, very always makusher with Churm Beis Amigdash to be misavl, to, to mourn over the Gullahs, over the destruction. So much so that the Rizal, it was, the Rechaim Vital brings down that he said nachim, that special tefillah we say by Minchan Tishabov, he said that every day by Shemineser. So the Ma'is is brought down that he was in Lag Bayim Ramiron. And it was Mincha, so he dava Mincha, and he said nachim. Rechaim Vital said that, 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 that Rashbi himself, or Shemrecha himself, came to the Rizal, revealed himself to the Ri, and he said, what is your Talmud doing by me saying nachim? Doesn't he know that by me there's Beis Amigdash? There's no gullus by me. Rav Shimon is the side of to break that oath. The Rabbani Shalom took an oath, I will not go to the base of Migdash above until I go to the base of Migdash below. And in other words, meaning that I'm not going to allow any Neshamas Chadashas, any new Chadushim into the world. Everything is going to be just Arzul at Tzadik. Simcha. But there is one Tzadik that by him there was never a Chlurban. There is one tzaddik that by him Yushlaim Shalmata is built. And that's the tzaddik of Rab Shimon Irvakadish Mishmai Kanochis. So therefore it's Davka by the light of Rab Shimon. The Rab Shimon is able to break that oath, and Rab Shimon is able to be Matir Chadash. Rab Shimon is able to allow the Isr Chadash to be lifted. And Rab Shimon reveals that although we can be in Gullus, and it's possible that we can be in a dark place, and it could be that it might feel to us that all we have is Shirayim and Ha'aris of what used to be. And all we have is a Kaisal Ma'aravi and the Kever Rachel and all of its different Bechinas. And all we have is distant memories of what it meant to be a Yid at some point. And all we have now are just fake Rebbes. And all we have are just fake Yidin. Everything is just Ha'ara of Ha'ara. But comes Rav Shimon and Rav Shimon says, Chadish is Mutter. Rav Shimon says the Rabbanu Shalom is allowed to bring Chidushim to the world. He's allowed to bring Chidushim. He's allowed to bring Neshamas Chadoshes. He's allowed to return to his garden because the Beis Hamikdash is built in Miron. The Beis Hamikdash exists by the light of Rav Shimon. And this is exactly why the Baal Shem Tov was davening and pleading to Makashur himself the Neshama of the Bach. Because what was the Bach Megala? The Bach was Megala the secret. What's the secret? That you that that only Nisham, only Yidden. What types of Yidin can survive on Orizrul at Tzaddik? You know what types of Yidin can survive on Tzvichim? If you're very strong and you're very big, you have a pretty big Neshama as it is, you can survive on Tzvichim. But what if you're in Chutzlaretz and you're eating Paris by Goyim? What if you're Mamish in the lowest place on earth? Then you can't survive on Tzvichim anymore. You can't survive on Tzvichim. And the Baal Shem Tov came through Old Afghan that time and that place which was the lowest place on earth, the darkest time on earth. Namish, a place of Chutzlaretz, Paris, Akum. And the Baal Shentev came to reveal that Davka, those Yidin, can no longer survive on Svichin. They only can survive on Chodesh. They can only survive on the Chiddush of Reb Shimon. And 
And this is why his dafka when the Vach was nifter, Gehenim was cooled for 40 days. Because what types of neshamas need Gehenim to be cooled? No? Chutzlar's dick in neshamas. Peris akum dick in neshamas. The neshamas that can no longer survive on the sfichim, the afterghosts, and the shirayim, the residue of a residue of a residue coming from a time of Rabbi Akiva, of Ordul Tzaddik. It can't be done anymore. Gehenim needs to be cooled for these neshamas. Dafka 40 days, we know 40 days is the time that it takes for Yitzir Savlad, for a new, new birth to take place, for a new neshama to be formed. So the Bach and the Bayis Chodesh. Chodesh not only means Chodesh is motor, it means the Bayis Chodesh. It means that that's going to be the return to the Beis Hamikdash. It's Dafka the Bach that gives this heter, that gives this kula, to allow Chodesh Dafka for Akum, for Paris Akum and Chutzlarts, and the Balshantav is Makashur himself to that. Because Baal Shem Tev, who is the, just the next Chiddush that started with Maisha and continued with Rav Shimon and continued with Darizal and continued with all the Gedolim Kubalim and continues with Baal Shem Tev. And it continues Ad Hayoyim Hazad, the Chiddush of Rav Shimon. So what's the Chiddush of Rav Shimon? You know, someone once said something to me I thought it was like a, I'm not going to say it as well as he did, but just, uh, he said, you know what Pneum Satari does? And every single one of you that's tasted a little bit of Pneum knows exactly what I'm talking about. Pneum is, we have a Yid that's like looking at Yiddishkeit. He's looking at Yiddishkeit. Okay, it's a little bit out of focus. It's a little bit funny, like the you know, painting's a little bit crooked, he needs to turn it. And that's called Svichen. Svichen means a kleiner chiddush, a nice pshatl, even a, even a big pshatl, even a marocha of Getting into a little focus. But you know what Pneum Satara does? Pneum is like, oh, there it is. It's like, it just, everything is renewed. Everything is renewed. It's the same Yiddishkeit. It's the same Shabbos. the same Shulchan Aruch. It's the same Aruch of Rebbe But everything is altogether different. Anyone who tasted even a little bit of the light of Rebbe Shimon, the light of Rabbeinu Harizal, the light of the Rashash, the light of the Gedolei HaChsidim, the Gedolei Mekubalim knows that even the slightest little touch from their corner, it completely overrules everything you knew about Yiddishkeit. Completely upends everything you knew about Yiddishkeit. But not upends in a way of a traumatic thing of like, I don't know any... It gives life to it. Nishmos and Chaditin. This is what we say in Kigavna. We say this every week in Kigavna, right? What's Kigavna? That we, Kigavna is entering into Shabbos. It says in the Zohar Kodesh, the Rabbi Yehuda called Rabbi Shem and he called him Shabbos. Rabbi Shem was called Shabbos. What do we say on Shabbos? That every single one of us a little bit has Nishmas and Chaditin, new Nishamas. That's what Rabbi Shem does. Rabbi Shem is a Chiddush. And the, and the light of Pneumus HaToyer is a Chiddush. It upends your Yiddishkeit. Everything is different. And even if the Shacharis is the same, you know it shouldn't be. And that itself is a Chiddush. That itself is a chiddush. That you should have yidin in tavshin pei beis, mamish, chutzlar, peiris akum. That at least they feel bad that they're not davening with a chiddush. That there's a musig of a chiddush. There's a musig of being able to look at Yiddishkeit and say, oh, I've been looking like this. Really, it's all over there. It's a completely different marach. The whole inn is different. Yiddishkeit is completely different. Those that haven't tasted what I'm talking about, haven't, I, I, it can't be conveyed. Either you've opened, even either you've seen a sitter of the Rashash, and you've seen what Yishtabach is like, what's happening when you say Kriyishma, or you've never seen such a thing. 
For those that haven't, I have it in the office. I'll show you after. <laughs> it's, talking about a chiddush. Let me share with you one quick thing. I was going to save it for Shabbos, and I probably should, but I, I don't know. It's the chiddush of Shabbos, so I have to think of something else. I don't know. But uh, I heard this recently, and the mamish, I, it's, it, it's, it really took me. So everyone knows the city that Balshantiv is associated with is the city, city of Mezhevich. But that's the city that he ended up by. Who knows where the Balshantiv was born? Where was he from? Akko. He used to sign letters Yisrael, Ben Eliezer, Yisrael, Balshamay, Akko. So there's an, always a question that the historians had. It wasn't a question that Chassidim bothered by, but it's a question the historians had. It's that Akko never existed. They never, you never heard of such a town, a city called Akko. So I heard, I saw that the Rebbe Rashab said that there's a Kabbalah in Chabad like this. It's not true, there was never such a city of Akab. Akab never existed. Balshantiv was from a different town. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, I'm going to butcher it. It's uh, some other town in the Ukraine, the, the hard name. So what's Akab? So Rashab said that in this city that the Balshantiv was actually from, it was a very, very old city going back to the times of the Crusades, the Middle Ages already. And those cities in those days had big fortress, big walls around it. And very often, if those cities were under attack, not only would there be a wall protecting the city, there would also dig trenches, very deep pits and deep, deep trenches surrounding the wall so that the enemy couldn't bring like catapults right near the wall and so on. They would dig trenches. So the trenches, evidently, that were built for this city that the Balshan was actually from, goes way back. And it just remained. So there was uh, the remnant of the wall, but there were these deep trenches. The Rashab said the Balshantiv was an orphan at a young age. He was so poor. He didn't even have a house. Balshemtiv lived in the trenches. Balshemtiv lived in the trenches, and he had like shmatas on top to make a little bit of a roof. The word trenches in Polish is akop. That's how you say trenches in Hebrew, in Polish. Means that Balshemtiv would sign his name, Yisrael Balshem me akop. That I come from the trenches. I come mamish midyuta tachtoina. From the lowest place on earth. Not below, below, below mamish the trenches. And that's exactly the light of the Baal Shem. And that's exactly the types of eating the Baal Shem that brought to the world that Chiddush. The ear of the Kadrish is the newest Neshamas of all time, Rabbi Shem Bar-Yechoi, and the Arizal, and the Baal Shem, and Rabbi Nachman, and all the Gedolia Tzadikim from all the Doris that come to give us a completely new Yiddishkeit. Not a Ha'ari here and Ha'ari there, a little bit of additional Chap and an additional Pshat and a little bit of the Sar. Talking about a complete overall of everything you ever knew. A complete overhaul of what Metzius is, of what reality is. That's what the Balshantav came to the world. And the Balshantav Davka brought that light, Davka to Yidin me Akab. Because it's the Akab Diki Yidin that cannot survive anymore in Svichim. And this is what we're about to say in the Pism of Bar Yechai. It's a complicated Pismite, so I can't explain it all. Bar Yechai Bekaydesh HaKadshim. Bar Yechai, Roshim Bar Yechai, by your place, the Kaydesh HaKadshim still exists. And by you, there's, a, there's an upending of that decree. The Rabbanu was able to go with Yerushalayim Shalmala because there's, there's Yerushalayim Shalmata. Based on Megdosh exists. And because of that, you are the light that's green. Green is always a, let, a color that, can, that means a connection between Zohar and Nekeva. It means the gardener going into his garden. It means Yerushalayim, the Rabbanu Shalom re-entering Yerushalayim. Bar Yechai B'Kodesh HaKodshem and because of it Kav Yarg Mechadish Chadashem and that's what we're celebrating in Lag Vimer. What are we celebrating in Lag Vimer? 
If you've never learned the uh, Shimon, we have no shy. What are you talking about? You know what you're celebrating? You're celebrating that there's such a thing. That you, that Davke, Davke, Yidin, that are Paris Chutzars Diki Yidin, Paris Akum of Chutzars Diki Yidin, Akup Diki Yidin, that can no longer survive on a Shtikal Hara and a Shtikal Chirish and a Shtikal Svichin here and there. They can't survive on it anymore. The celebration of Lagbaimers, the Rabbanishim, was not forgotten us in, our, in the trenches. The Rabbanishim has not forgotten us in our lowest state. And Davke, in our lowest state, the Rabbanishim has sent us the biggest Neshamas of all time, Ir Vakadish, Rishmai Kanachis. Awake from heaven, he descended. And these neshamas give us the ability, if you want, if you want, that you're able, dafke in our times, to completely make an overall on your entire life. And that overall in your entire life doesn't require, as you can see from Yidin over here, it doesn't require that you quit your job. It doesn't require that you quit everything you know and you start a whole new life and now you... Uh, you grow your payas and you know you you move uh, to Meir Sharm. That's not that's not that's a chitzonis to gechidish. Maybe it's true, good for some people. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about making an overall of what life is, what reality is. Instead of looking at reality that this is the something, this is the yesh that comes from nothing. The chidish of Shimon is that everything in this world is nothing, and it comes from the something above. And everything is a chidish. And Yiddish guy can be a Chiddush. Every Shmaneser is a Chiddush. Every Shacharis never existed before. Every Mincha never existed before. Every time you look at your friend and you turn to the person next to you about to sing a niggin and you smile at him, that smile never existed. That moment never existed. It's a Chiddush. That's the light of Rabbi Shem. That's the light of Lagboy Mechadesh Chadosha. This is why it's the an interesting thing. Okay, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going too long, but just one small thing. I, I mentioned that this whole Torah of the Arizal Sfichen is found by the Sugyas of Rosh Chodesh. Every day, every, not every day, every day, every month that we, when we bend, when we do Kiddush Shabbos Mavorachim, when we, when we make a bracha on the new month, when we bless the new month, so there's a whole Yiratzen, yeah? There's a whole Yiratzen, that this month should be a month, it's Lichtiv, Chaim Aruchim, Chaim Shalbrach, Chaim Shasholim, that we should be able to have a Kiddush. That's what Rosh Chodesh is. So what's the end of that, of that capital? What do we say? Beschust filas rav. We should be zeichet to have a good chiddush, a mechudish like a month, a month of nishmas and chadatin in the schus of Rav. Rav is the one that authored that, that tefillah. He would say it every day by Hishmanesra. But we pick that tefillah for Ishchaydish, for the blessing of the new month. You know, there's a Kabbalah we have from the Chidor. You know who Rav was? Rav was a very, very old tzaddik. Rav, his original name, when he, was, when he went by, he was called Rab Abba. He was the one, he was the great student of Rav Shem Ba'echai in the Zara Kaddish. He was the author of the Zayar. Rav Shimon would say the words. Rav Lazar, his son, would repeat it to the whole Chevra, And Rav Abba would write it down. Rav Abba was none other than Rav. It's Tavka, Rav, that's connected to the light of Rav Shem Ba'echai. He gives us the ability to make a new month. And to connect to the newness of the month. To connect to the newness of life every single second. B'schust, filas, Rav, Amin, Sel. And that's what we have to be makash ourselves right now to Rav Shem and whether we understand what we don't understand, it's dafka through the hiskashas, the connection to those neshamas, the neshmas and chadatin, to the Bach, to the Baal Shem, to Rav Shem that every single one of us can right now, right now, make a complete overall of our lives and make a complete overall of, of Golis itself. That oath, 
that the Rabbi Shalom took, that he's not going to allow chidushim in the world, he's not going to allow a Jew to completely make an overall of who they are, and to complete, make a one, 180, that you're from, up, that you're mamish in the trenches, and all of a sudden you're tzadik yisad oilam. The Rabbi Shalom says such a thing can't be, but there's one day that we break that rule, and that's the day of Lag Baimer. Because of Rosh Hashem a Jew can go from Akap, from Akap, you can become the Baal Shem himself. The Rabbi Shalom should bless each and every one of you with Nishmas and Chadatin, with a new neshama, with chidushim nifloyim, with iskashras to nishmas and chadatin, to those neshamas, those sadikim that themselves are walking chidushim. We should all be zaychet to experience that chidush and the chidush of all chidushim. Bar yechoi b'kodesh hakodesh mechadish chadashim. The BS called Sadiq. May everyone know.